What's going on, guys? It's the 317 Reserves, back for our week three podcast, looking ahead to week four. I'm your host, Will, with my co-host here, Carson Rogers. Hello. How you doing, Carson? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, I got I gotta, I got to start with, uh, I think, the obvious here. You know, before week three even started, we hear Tyrod Taylor, uh, one of the Chargers uh, training staff, punctured his lung in giving him you know, a shot of whatever it was uh, to help for his chest pains. Uh, what a Chargers way to get hurt. Uh, By your trainer. I yeah. can only I'm a punctured. He, 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 he gets hurt, right? He goes out and he's like, okay, thank goodness. This is what the trainers trained for. And they puncture his lung. Yeah, it's just there's not much more to say about that except what a wow. start to the week. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into week three, uh, let's talk week four. Uh, looks like we already have some COVID tests coming back positive. The Tennessee Titans and the Minnesota Vikings both closed up shop today. Uh, I know the Titans put three players on their COVID reserve list. Uh, NFL saying that they're going to play Sunday, but. Um, it's being said that Tennessee's not even be a, be allowed back in the building until Saturday. So, wow, that's going to be interesting to see. You know, I mean, Pittsburgh's going to have all week to prepare for Tennessee, whereas Tennessee's going to get what a day. I mean, because they're if they're not going to get back in the building till Saturday, uh, yeah. they're supposed to have fans at that game in Nashville. I wonder if well, that I, changes I, now. Uh, uh, it probably does. Yeah. Um, I mean, the three players that went on COVID reserve weren't huge names. One of them was a pretty underrated nose tackle they got over in Tennessee. But, I mean, nothing huge. Uh, I I guess we'll see throughout the following days if uh, anything else really happens with this. Uh, It's kind of the big first, you know, small outbreak in the NFL. We'll see how the NFL PA and the NFL want to handle this. Uh, Seems as though they're just shutting down operations, so. If both of those teams were, you know, healthy, they had all their players, that would probably be a fairly even match. Um, it would, but with the with with no preparation, in-person preparation, I don't think you can expect Tennessee to show up and play a team like Pittsburgh. No. Uh, I mean, their, their bodies just won't be right. They're, you can't replicate uh, what you can do in a person-to-person practice. But anyway, we'll get into that towards the middle of the podcast um today we're going to talk about our week three the week three results what we thought of each game we're going to go into our week four projections and then we're going to bring in a friend of the show andrew uh a Dallas. Guest on. we're going to have a guest That's on you know amazing. yeah yeah so we're going to have a guest on friend of the show andrew he's a cowboys fan uh, lives in dallas so get some insight from from him and uh that should be fun and then to wrap it up, we're going to talk about three and O teams and the O and three teams. Uh, are are these teams with their records show, or is it a fluke? So, uh, some, uh, some yes, some, some no. yes, some no. I, I you know, <laughs> and that's it's a topic to get into at the end. So uh, let's get started I, with the week three, you know, results. Okay, I'm just going to go straight into it, Carson. Atlanta, they did it again. They blew the lead. I know, but I'm kind of happy because the Bears are, in fact my second favorite NFL team. So do you fire Dan Quinn? Is this a Dan Quinn issue? Because to me, this is unacceptable. This is, this is, you can't, you can't, this is an NFL team. 
this team is not at the caliber where they need to be. They have studs on their team, and they are not. They're not using it. I mean, no, they, they didn't get up. Them correctly. I think that uh, I probably I would I would fire him. I don't um, think there's anything any question. This team cannot hold a lead. I mean, you. The Chicago Bears, you know, I'm not – nothing against, you know, they benched Trubisky after that horrific yeah. interception, uh, I, which Trubisky should have been gone to start the season. Nick Foles – He came you know, out and he played. The only I problem was. with Nick Foles is the health, man, because you know with Nick Foles, and, and we've seen it, yeah. when, when he comes out, he can play. But whether he's healthy or not, I mean, that's really the question with him. And I think – you know, the Bears came out uh, for week four. They're playing Indianapolis at home. They they said Nick Foles is the guy. So at that yeah. point, you've you have made the choice. So Mitch Trubisky, any confidence that was there is gone. I mean, you better hope Nick Foles is able to stay healthy. I mean, Nick Foles did. He also had an interception. He um, did, but he he did have almost two hundred yards and three touchdowns. So that is another story. Um, Nick Foles is a guy that's going to come in. He's going to do the job. And here's the thing with the Bears. I think Nick Foles is in the perfect position. They're not asking Nick Foles to win games. No, I mean, they, they have they have enough talent. I mean, uh, Cohen went down. I mean, that that's yeah. that's going to hurt them. But I, I really they really have talent. And I think the big question coming into this season was, they just needed consistent quarterback play. And they just – Trubisky was making the same stupid mistakes, you know, over and over again. And I think with Nick Foles, yeah, you, you, you're going to get more consistent play. And, well, he's not always going to be lights out, but I, I, it's better no. than Trubisky. I, and it sucks so bad because when they drafted Trubisky, I was like, okay, you know, that's a decent pickup. And he had so – much time to mature into a professional football player at that level, you know? Yeah, and he but just he, didn't. He still looks like he's, you know, playing college ball out there, throwing these picks. And Well, they're just, they're just undisciplined throws. They're just stupid. I mean. I don't think he thinks. He just I, throws it up and he's like, here's hoping they'll catch it. So, I mean, we'll see with the Bears coming up this week. We'll get into week four, like I said, but let's let's start moving down the line here. Um, okay, let's let's go with an easy one. Uh, this week I went down to Lucas Oil Stadium, one of the lucky 10,000 fans, and watched the Colts kick the snot out of a really <laughs> pathetic New York Jets team. Uh, I'm not going to sit on this very long. The Colts came in. They did what they were supposed to. Uh, the Jets are horrendous. I mean, what – you know – and, and I feel for Sam Darnold. He he was throwing to – I couldn't even name their number one wide receiver in that game. I, I just uh, – their their line, their offensive line, defensive line aren't horrible, but they're not yeah. great. And I think the Jets, they drafted the quarterback. They got nothing else. And I think – I mean, the whole well, – they, they started a petition to fire Adam Gase that, you know, they were going to show up to the stadium <laughs> and boycott him. Like uh, – you know what? I wow. get it. I get it. But what have you given Adam Gase to work with? The guy's got nothing. That roster is is porous. I I, I would I couldn't win a game with that roster. They're uh, I think their um their head wide receiver 
uh, actually, the New England Patriots drafted him. Um, God, like fucking, it was uh 2018, so it was pretty recent. And then they, you know, released him, and then the Jets picked him up. But the Jets got not... a bunch of castoffs on that team, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, and the Jets. Oh God, Sam Darnold is another. You give him, t- you so. give him talent. We don't even know what he could do. He really hasn't had talent. Every because time, he's ta- on such a crappy team. Yeah, every time talent goes to New York, they want to leave. I mean, it's it's. Oh yeah. Anyway, let's not dwell on that game because that was exactly no. what we knew was going to happen. It was yeah. horrible. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about the Rams and the Buffalo Bills now. Okay, questionable pass interference call at the end of that game uh, for in that game-winning drive for Buffalo, uh, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, uh, Los Angeles should they got to learn how to they kind of got to put it all together, and I think they're getting there. I, I do think so, and, and I think Josh Allen's definitely showing us that you know he he's going to come out every week and he's going to produce, and he's he's he he's got the talent to lead this Buffalo team where they want to go now. That goes without saying, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, he, oh, he's doing it against the Jets. He's doing it against, you know, but this is the Rams. I mean, this is a, this is a good defense and he came out and he proved to everyone that he's, he's here to play. I think he's, he's, he's going to be, he's the, he's a bright future over there in Buffalo for Josh Allen. I, I enjoy watching him play. Um, I, to me, I mean, they're three, and know, the bills, when's the last time the bills have been three, and know, um, I mean, it was a close – it was a really close game. I think a lot of people were probably, you know – Well, the score doesn't do it justice because it was lopsided no. one way, it was lopsided another way, and then it ended up being close in the end because I, essentially each team had their own part of the game where they completely dominated. And it came down to Buffalo had the ball last, crappy penalty, which – you know, poor Rams. I, I mean, I, but you know what? It's a regular season game. They need to move on. It, it, that game could have gone either way. And I think, I mean, they're not, obviously they're not going to meet in the playoffs or AFC, NFC, but uh, you know what? It, it proved that those two teams, they're, they're, they're there to compete. And these are two teams we're going to be see, seeing come playoff time. Yeah. I, I, watching the Rams, they dominated the second half of that game. Yeah, well, that and Jared Goff is is all of a sudden back to his kind of his old form. He, he seems comfortable. You see, Sean McVay, uh, that guy, what a brilliant offensive mind, and the way he uses Jared Goff, I, I don't think anyone could get the production out of Jared Goff that Sean McVay does because that offense is perfectly tuned to work to Goff's strengths, and I think. When it comes down I mean, to it, I mean, he's he's flourishing in an offense that he should be flourishing in, and and that's what we're seeing. This Rams team, they're not being ravaged by injuries. They're not being, you know, I mean, everybody is right now. The the injuries are unreal, but I think a big, I mean, a big part, actually, like Daryl Henderson, he exploded in that game. He had like a hundred and. 20 yards, fucking, he, he was great in that game, watching him run over the Bills, but in, to have such a good game like that, it has to be so hard to still play as good as you 
you know, as good as you did and, and still come up short. Yeah. Um, I, I think you, you, you learn from it. You move on. I don't think it's something to dwell on. You each played good. No. It came down to that final possession. And, and from there, you move on. Um, you know, you look at maybe later down the line, this game was week 15, 16, 17, and that call could have determined something. But these two teams are going to be in the top of the AFC and the NFC. I don't think that's a question. And I don't think a week three meeting is really going no. to affect either of these teams. I think they're both uh, trending in the right direction. And I think um, I think from there, you know, that this is what you expected uh, from both of these teams. And, and for – for the rest of the season, this is what we should expect, barring injury. Uh, these well, are these are two good teams. Here's the thing: you can, it's happened before, and it'll happen again. A team will come out, they'll go zero and three, and then they may lose every single game after that. You know, it's you never know. The beginning of the season is well; it's tough to judge. I mean, like, yeah. that that's a great that's a great bridging point to where I want to go. Now. I want to take a look at the Houston-Pittsburgh game. Now, Pittsburgh okay. ultimately comes out on top there. But mm-hmm. you got to feel for Houston. I mean, this team opened up against the Chiefs. Then they had to play Baltimore. Then they had to play Pittsburgh. And, and when we get to the end of the show and talk about 0-3 teams, you look at Houston, uh, they're probably not as bad as the Jets oh, or the no. Giants who are 0-3, but they just happened to draw – Oh, what a horrible start to a schedule. They got the short end of the stick when it came to they did. scheduling. Their first three three games are, were very tough and I I agree with you. I don't think they're as bad as No, I don't think I don't th- I don't think they're I don't think they're anything too special. I no, I don't think they're they're, definitely they're not, not No, they're not they're not a zero win team right now. Now Pittsburgh they came out, and, and Pittsburgh's starting to look like the old Pittsburgh. I mean, this defense is just nasty, and and I think this defense is going to carry them. Uh, Big Ben's doing fine. He's playing fine. Uh, they have decent weapons on offense, and they're moving the ball. Uh, they're doing enough to get it done, and, and that's what you come to expect from Pittsburgh. Uh, when Big Ben's healthy, th- this team is just a grinded out. They're a scary team. They are. They are. They are grinded out. They're a team you don't want to meet in the playoffs. That's for sure. Mm-mm. No, so, they will. They'll mess you up. They will. So let's go. Okay. Let's take a look at uh, the Cleveland Browns and the Washington football team. This is what I – you know, Baker Mayfield came out, and he, he, he played fine. I mean, he – this Cleveland team, when they're rolling – this is what you're going to get, I think. And, and the Washington football team, I, I don't, you know, that game just to me, Cleveland looked like people have wanted them to look for the last three years. And I, I think they're finally starting to play to Baker's strengths. Now the Washington football team is not a measuring stick. I mean, they're, they're mm. not, <laughs> you know what? Cleveland's not the greatest, um, but they came in and and they they played well enough to handle the Washington football team. And I, I don't think anybody. I think thought... it's a lot. Go ahead. Sorry, I was, I was gonna say I think it's a lot easier to win when you got a Dwayne Haskins throwing three interceptions. Yeah, he's just um, he's making rookie mistakes too, which you know 
that this is what we've come to expect of him too. He really hasn't shown us all that much promise, I would say. And it's it's the Washington football team. You can't expect much. They don't even know what's going on over there. Yeah, I, I think you again those two teams. You move on from that game and you know yeah. just look ahead to the next week. All right, so this this Cincinnati Philly game, the the I mean, this undisciplined Philadelphia Eagles yet again can't can't get it done. I mean, and I can't say enough about Joe Burrow. The the kid went in and he's showing everyone that hey, I'm going to hang in here, you know. Cincinnati yeah. got a tie, which it, you know, it's mm. better than a loss when you come down to playoff seating yeah. but Philadelphia they're in trouble they're a trash can that's on fire because I'll tell you what this they're in a garbage division which is the only thing that might help them this season I mean their their division is absolute garbage you got the Washington football team and, and the New York Giants who are a joke and you don't know <laughs> what cowboy team you're going to get on any given week so I mean the only thing that might save this Philadelphia team is they got a crappy division, and they might be able to capitalize on that. Other than that, they look like a dumpster fire. I mean, both of those teams leave that game going 0-2-1. And I I don't know. the. Uh, Do you Joe feel Burrow, it's, not a, it's not a win for Philly, but for Cincinnati, you kind of go, hey, things are trending in the right direction. They weren't thinking playoffs this year. Let's be real. This team oh, was thinking, let's get five or six wins. And let, let's build on something. The roster's horrible. <laughs> it, they have Joe Burrow, but, I mean, other than that, the, the roster that's put around him, they have to build, and they know that. The, the realistic oh, expectation mean, is that if you get out of this season with five to six wins, that's a win for the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, you throw 312 yards in your third NFL game? I mean, Well, and remember, he had no offseason, no, no tra- really no training camp. I know it was just straight. Oh, boom! You're right. in the NFL, buddy. Yeah, get used to it. And he is. He is. He's. I, I. You know, being an Alabama fan and watching him at LSU, I. He deserves the. He has my upwrote. But am I having a stroke? <laughs> Utmost respect there. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. He. He. He's definitely. He's earning respect, and I think. Again, one of those games we've clearly seen Philadelphia as a dumpster fire. I, I don't mm. – that's that's something that we're going to have to watch as the season goes on. Uh, San Francisco, New York. Dude, this battered San Francisco team destroyed the New York Giants. I mean, this is sad. Nick Mullins had 343 yards. That is – At what point does New York see that as a problem? They're just – they're horrible. Saquon's hurt. The everything. I mean, they is have terrible. no one. They, they have, have no anyone. one. And I think you you leave it at that. We know San Francisco's battered and beaten. We know they're hurt, and and the the Giants are horrible. But you know what? I you know what? The Giants will still be that team to knock off one of those NFC East teams that's trying to get in the playoffs because that's what they do. This this and NFC this NFC East is, oh my gosh, it's a pitiful division. But you I know am, what? It's 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 a division nonetheless. So somebody's got to come out of there. I'm going to say something pretty bold. Um, I think currently that um, 
I think Russell Wilson is currently the best quarterback in the league right now. Easy. I would agree with you, and we'll use that as a bridging point to the Seattle-Dallas game. Yeah. I mean, the guy's unreal. Uh, 315 yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. I mean – Against a against a Dallas amazing. team against a Dallas team that's really to me, um, they're they're scratching and clawing to stay alive. I think I think they're desperate. I, I think uh, there were some higher expectations this season. I don't think they're meeting those expectations. I think now the problem I have with Seattle is that's great. Russell Wilson's a great player and. How long mm-hmm. can he keep this up? We don't know. But your defense can't surrender 500 yards to Dak Prescott and expect, <laughs> no. and expect to – I mean, Seattle's a contender. And I'm not taking that away from them. They're a great team. But that defense, you can't surrender 500 yards to the opposing quarterback and expect Russell Wilson's going to come out and toss five touchdowns every game. Now, not, not to take anything away from Russell Wilson, he is a monster. And, and this guy is my leader for the MVP. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think and he, he's I think, right up there. He is, and, and and I don't think it's a contest because he is carrying this team. I mean, he really is. And but how long does it last? How long does it last till they meet a San Francisco that has, I mean, even with the injuries, a pretty good defense? You, what happens if you know? All I'm saying is you can't surrender 500 yards of offense to Dak Prescott and expect you know later down the line as teams start to get healthy you meet a team like you know the rams Mm. the rams can play in a shootout and you see dallas dallas could play in a shootout too i mean that was a closer game than you would think with the opposing quarterback throwing five touchdowns and being essentially unstoppable well the problem is their defense couldn't stop anything either well also it's like i go you know back to when i was saying it's got to be hard throwing 500 yards and still losing yeah um because you do everything in your power to get the win and you still come up short but and Dak did that but you know oh, yeah. I, again the it was an old-fashioned shootout it was an entertaining game but I, yeah, do you I, where do, where where does seattle go from here they need to fix the holes in the defense if they're we, we it's proven time and time again when you get into the playoffs your defense either better buckle down and start playing, or you, or your toast. Offense isn't going to get you very far. And in a, a perfect example of that is when Seattle played Denver in the Super Bowl. That was the best offense versus the best defense. And let me just tell you, the best defense destroyed in that Super Bowl. D- they don't lie when they say defense wins games. Well, offense wins games. Defense wins championships. Yeah, and that and that's 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 I believe in that saying 100%. And, and, and again, I think both teams, you know, recuperate, move on, and we'll get into next week and, and see where they're at. But uh, how about Detroit? I mean... I told you. And Aaron, I not, yeah, I picked Detroit last week, right? I, I don't remember, but I, I got to tell you, it was a, it was a grinded out kind of game. And, and this is... Good for Detroit. I, I think they needed something because Matt Patricia, uh, wow, he has not done much there. And I mm-hmm. think I think he needed something. And I think this is something. Detroit now needs to build on this, though. They can't come out next week and lay down to their competition like they like to do. Um, Arizona will bounce back. They're a young team. 
uh, I don't think they're going to have problems. It's. I think it's funny because Arizona beat them in total yards and everything. Passing yards, rushing yards, yards per play, total yards. I mean, and they still – I don't know. that this beat, I like the Lions team that they got. Um, you know, Matthew Stafford. Eh, I think – Well, I think the guy yeah. needs to stay healthy. Yeah. And I mean, Adrian Peterson, you know. 22 attempts, yeah. 75 yards. That's pretty good. And for an uh, old man, he's still get it, getting it going. Yeah. I I'll tell know. you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I was at the Colts game this weekend, and I'll tell you what. Frank Gore has not left lost a stead. That guy is a stud still. It's unfortunate to see him on the Jets. My gosh. The, the guy is just still like he's 25 years old. He's good as new. It's really crazy <laughs> to see. But he's almost 40. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's kind of – wrap up week three uh vegas and new england well vegas came out and they laid an egg which new england just showed how they're going to use their running backs too i mean this offense is really something i think uh cam newton's going to flourish in i i think this is we need to come to expect this from the patriots every week they're going to find a game plan and a way to win and they're going to do it in different ways because that that coaching staff's been doing it for Years now, and we have to expect this now. Clearly, this is a good coaching staff. I mean, yeah, I'm sure having Brady was fantastic, but you got to give the coaching staff some credit. It doesn't look like the Patriots have lost a step. It really doesn't. No, and I mean, I don't know if it is, you know, the Raiders' run defense. Oh, that was, yeah. Michelle averaged 13 yards a carry. Um, But, I mean – I don't know. I'm really glad that the Patriots won because I am a Patriots fan, obviously. Uh, but I was worried coming into this game. That well, you didn't know how Vegas was going to show up. I mean, they came no, and they, they popped New Orleans in the mouth, you know, in, at the opener in Vegas. And uh, you just didn't know. You didn't know. And, and you let, know let, let's look. Well, exactly. Well, let's bridge into that game. Green Bay, New Orleans. Aaron Rodgers. The guy is, oh, my gosh. This was this is five years ago, MVP type Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this team's scary. He's not – Devontae Adams was out, and he's making these no-namers look like the next Devontae Adams. I, the throws he's making, Mahomes-like play. And, and, and we saw this from Aaron Rodgers, you know, five years ago, especially MVP season. Um, I, I don't think I'm surprised. But do you think drafting Jordan Love maybe maybe lit a fire under his ass and uh, he's kind of play? Maybe, maybe made him a little mad. Yeah, he was like, you, you know, I'm not on my last leg. Yeah, um, well, and he's that kind of player to me. He, he he seeks things like that out and and he uses them as motivation. And and you just you can see it in his play. And and that's not a bad thing. I think that's what makes him the player he is. And that's the type of competitor Aaron Rodgers is. I think, I think he's, 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 you know, I don't, he's not anywhere close to done. I can tell you that. The Packers have always had a good team. They have they've always been a contender. Yeah. Um, but the thing is they've never drafted to be a contender. No. Aaron Rodgers has made that team a contender. And I think you're just seeing it more and more this year. New Orleans, 
you know, uh, I, the, they got some injuries. Um, I don't think we've seen the best of New Orleans. Uh, I think the best is yet to come. You're going to have to let this team get healthy. Alvin Kamara's a stud. Drew Brees clearly still got some left in the tank. I think they're going to be okay. I think they just need to – well, they got to clean up the defense. Um, and they just need to remember how to win, I feel like. I feel like they, the Saints have kind of gotten lost this season. And, and you're kind of surprised because this is a team that knows winning and is known winning. You know, it's um, Sean Payton, Drew Brees, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara now. Uh, they had Mark Ingram there. Now he's on the Ravens. But still, I mean, this team had talent, has had talent the last couple of years, and they, they've known winning. They've just, you know, hit a roadblock every year that they've gotten to the playoffs. And you wonder if uh, last year was kind of the kind of the end of the the winning tradition. Now I'm not gonna, I'm not here to write them off by any means, but I think you're starting to see a team. Uh, that that's regressing. I, I do think you're seeing them regress. I don't. Mm, I can agree with you on. I'm not saying part of that. I'm not saying it's a huge regression, but I don't think you've seen any progress. No, and I think it's so funny because the Saints are a team that you you can't really hate. No, um, I mean I like the Saints. Um, it's just, and I love Drew, Drew Brees. Boiler up, um, boiler yeah, up, boiler up. Yeah, uh, Alvin Kamara, he played for Tennessee. Yeah, um, they're a good team. I think they're, they're a decent just, team. I think they yeah. just need to put the pieces together. I think it, it it'll take time, but they'll they'll get it done. They'll they'll take care of business, and uh, yeah. I think we'll see it happen. Uh, I agree. Tennessee at Minnesota. I I was actually surprised to see Minnesota stick around in this game. Uh. One point victory for the Titans. That is yeah, crazy. What did Goskowski have like five field goals or something crazy? I mean, <laughs> hey, you know what? Tennessee is getting it done though, and I think that's in there. And I, I don't want to dwell on this any longer than we have to. The Vikings have their problems. They're going to be in shootouts all year because their their defensive backs are garbage. Um, but Tennessee did what they were supposed to. I'm curious to see what goes on with the COVID thing that's going on with them. But until then, I really don't want to talk about them because I think there's a lot of unknowns, and I think those are going to be answered through the week. I really want to get into that Monday night game. Okay. What happened to Lamar Jackson? I couldn't tell you. I stopped watching at halftime because I got so upset. I, um, You know, Patrick Mahomes, uh, he has proven time and time again, this guy is the face of the NFL. He is – unstoppable this offense is unstoppable you cannot you, you could double triple cover Tyree Kill he's just going to throw it to every other person on the field you got Clyde Edwards Hilaire you got that other uh, they, they got Travis Kelsey Tyree Kill I mean I swear they'll, they'll plug anyone in and they'll be fine I mean Sammy Watkins too I mean this team is loaded and you just think they stay healthy Patrick Mahomes just, just he distributes the ball well. He doesn't make mistakes. I mean, they could be any other team. You look at third and twenty-two and go, "Oh, well, this is a win for the defense. They just keep them in front of them." Not against the Chiefs. Nope. Uh, and I think that's what's scary is you you get these teams to 
third and 22, and all of a sudden, holy crap, Patrick Mahomes just ran for 22 yards. Oh, there goes Tyree Kill, 60-yard oh, touchdown. Oh, first and goal. Oh, first and goal, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, there he is. I mean, it's – I think this – Baltimore, and, and they're still – Baltimore is still in a good spot. I think it's early. I, I think Lamar Jackson even said in a press conference, you know, they have my number. They have our number. And they do. Uh, Lamar Jackson's only lost one regular season game uh, to anyone besides the Chiefs. He's lost three to the Chiefs. Yeah, he's three and zero against. He's zero and three. Chief. Yeah, I said yeah. that. Zero and three against the Chiefs. He, I mean, ninety-seven yards. He didn't even throw a hundred yards. The the Chiefs' defense was impressive. Uh, I think they had a good plan. Uh, it looked like Baltimore was, you know, in its groove on that first drive, and then they kind of started to come back. And but but you see Mahomes; they start to come back, and Mahomes just puts them back away. I mean, it's yeah, like, oh, like, it, it, it's, it's twenty seven twenty. Oh no! Oh, there goes Mahomes. All right, there's the game. You know, because um, it takes I mean, all of but twelve points in the second quarter, and I mean. Well, it's it takes, game over it takes Mahomes all but 12 seconds to score, get down and score a touchdown. So I, I think this is what we expected. The Kansas City Chiefs are the real deal. And, 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 no, and, and no one no one doubted that. This team is well-coached. They, they've gelled and they've meshed and they've built a, a culture there. It is winning culture. I wouldn't be surprised to see this team go 16-0. Now – now, Tony Dungy on Football Night in America said, you know, this team can easily go 16-0. and Now, whether or not someone or their offense comes out flat, um, now their defense makes plays. And, and I think we're going to see later down the line that maybe this defense gets overlooked because the offense is so amazing. Um, I think if the, def- if the offense comes out flat, that might be the only way um, to beat them. The the biggest way to beat them, and this goes back to last season, time of possession. You keep have to the ball keep the ball away, away from Mahomes. From Mahomes. Yep. I, okay. I don't think they can, well, I do. They can go, they can go 16 and a, but I think it's going to be very difficult. And yes, they are very, you know, strong, you know, coming after a Super Bowl winning season, they're excited. They want to get back out there. They want to win more games, win another Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. become a dynasty. I mean, it was scary watching the Chiefs play the Ravens because the Ravens are a scary team. They are. So They made that defense look like ragdolls. I was, yeah, that was, that was a game to, you had to watch it to understand. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the Chiefs are what I expected, probably what everyone else expected coming into the season. Three, you know, not surprising. So, I mean, okay, we've gone through the games. Is there anything that really surprised you about week three? I mean, to me, it was pretty straightforward. Um, this is what we expected. I mean, there were a couple of games where you go, oh, okay. But, you know, 
for the most part, I think I teams mean, are starting to find their their place this season. The Dolphins Jaguars games. Oh yeah, I don't. But it that, is. You don't know what you're going to get from either of those teams. I think. Yeah. It just depends on what team wants to show up. So, I think week three we put a wrap on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think overall our picks were pretty pretty decent. I think you know good week. Uh, although I don't know what's going to go on with this this COVID thing going on in Tennessee. I think that's going to really determine uh, whether or not the NFL is going to have a problem because. Uh, this this I I'm I'm curious to see how they handle this because it's already getting shut down and mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know I don't know how they expect to play this game on Sunday but you know what it's for us to find out later down the line uh, I think it's time uh, we bring our friend of the show on and uh, start talking week four um, right. to everyone out there who doesn't know uh, kind of what we're doing with our guests on this show we're gonna bring people in. Uh, who have more of like a fan, like a fan mindset. I mean, he's, he's a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, so he's going to come in and he's clearly biased to the Dallas Cowboys, but he's a friend of the show. So uh, we'll bring him on and see what our uh, Dallas Cowboys fan has to say. But uh, yeah, so let's, 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 let's move on to week four. Uh, we'll, we'll get Andrew in here and uh, again, Andrew, friend of the show. He'll always be a friend of the show. I'm sure he'll be back on multiple times throughout the uh throughout the season so uh let's kind of roll into week four sound good yeah i mean i before we even talk about any game i want to talk about the game that i'm most excited for besides obviously the patriots and chiefs um it's the bears colts yeah Um, that'll be that'll be interesting um i like i said uh Hard for me to speak on the Colts because um, such a diehard fan. Yeah, but let's let's get Andrew in here and uh, see what his thoughts are on Week Four, and uh, we'll uh, go from there. So give us just a second; we'll get the friend of the show on. What's going on, Carson? Looks like we're back here. Let's bring in our friend of the show, our guest this week, uh, Andrew. Uh, we're going to bring him in. Like I said, huge Dallas Cowboys fan. He's going to give us some. Uh, some insight into what what he thinks might be happening in week four uh, as we get started here with our week four projections. Uh, Carson, I know you had started in earlier on uh, Chicago and Indianapolis, so I think we start there. Um, Let's just kind of wait to get Andrew in here. Um, I know he's excited to uh, get his opinion out there, and he's ready to – chit chat with us about week four um but let's where's our thursday night game oh it's it's denver and new york so let's while we're waiting on andrew to get in here let's first of all the the jets man uh i you know i know drew locks out for um denver um yeah i don't think that's going to affect this game (laughs) uh I, I would love to say, oh, look, uh, New York. I mean, in, in New York, on, in any given week, they're an NFL team. Uh, they always have a shot. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think. It's not a big uh, shot, but. No, not a big shot by any means. Um, but I think they're they're definitely um, 
I don't know. That seems like a crapshoot to me. Uh, Denver could come out and, I mean, destroy them. Tampa Bay handled them well last week. Uh, we also forgot to touch on the Chargers uh, on that lateral that Austin Eckler missed from Keenan Allen. What a Chargers way to lose. Um, <laughs> I, I feel bad saying that, but it's true. I mean, the Chargers, I think they're, they're another team that needs to put it all together. And and who are they playing? Oh, see, look, Tampa Bay. Uh, what do you get from that? It's uh, I don't you know. know. It's, I mean, I don't the know Chargers either. come out and they play like they did two weeks ago. There we go. Oh, oh. there we go. We got Andrew in, friend of the show. Welcome, Andrew. Uh, Hello. From, da- from Dallas, Texas Hello. here. We got a got a big big Cowboys fan in here. Uh so Andrew, we're talking we're talking week four. Uh we were just talking about the Denver New York game and uh, what a crap shoot that'll be with the uh oh, horrendous yeah, that... jets and oh. you, you got you got Drew Lockhart, but I mean really what is that affecting anyone? Uh, what what are your thoughts? Uh Carson and I have kind of given our thoughts. It's it's essentially a crapshoot, but I mean, what are your thoughts on on Thursday night's game? Yeah, it's a it's a uh, pretty it's a rough Thursday night that we're gonna have. Just <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be watch, tough to watch. <laughs> watching. Yeah. Um. Definitely but, starting off the week on the low point. Yeah, but I, I honestly, think... th- I honestly think Denver can have has enough strength to beat out the Jets. Yeah, and the get Jets their first win, but very possibly it could end in a tie. We saw it this weekend with. Uh, oh yeah, we were talking the about Bengals, Bengals, the Bengals and, the and the Eagles. Eagles. Yep. Yeah, I think we don't need to hit this game on the head with a hammer. We we know what we're getting. It's a crapshoot, and mm-hmm. looks like to me, uh, you know, we're we're gonna get what we get out of that game. Uh, Almost definitely. We we kind of moved on to. Uh, we were talking about the Chargers and their uh, failed, you know, hitch and pitch attempt to win that game on Sunday. Uh, they're coming in and they're going to Tampa Bay. And uh, to me, that's that's an intriguing matchup. You got, you know, young Justin Herbert and, you know, old timer, you know, Tom Brady, who's, you know, <laughs> Tampa Bay starting to gel. And I think I think people are starting to see it. And I think that game is really going to define – um, how the Chargers attack the rest of the season. I, I think if they can come out and put together a decent game, I think we're looking at a Chargers team that uh, could be potentially scarier coming down the road if they can kind of put everything together. I mean, what are your thoughts, Carson? I think, okay, coming into the Chargers-Bucks game, Chargers 1-2, and two, Bucks 2-1, two and one, I think – if Tom Brady plays like he played last week, they won't have a problem winning that game. Um, but the Chargers could come out and prove us wrong, and you know, well, and on any given week, we don't know what the Chargers are going to give. I mean, that's that's been a reoccurring theme for years now. I mean, this team With even see. With all with, the injuries going on, I, I think you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What about you, Andrew? Where do you where do you sit on this this Tampa Bay Los Angeles game? Um, honestly, it could go pretty pretty much either way, just because Brady's not gelling with the bucket of the Bucks like they thought they were going to. It's definitely not as quickly. He's, you're right. 
No, it's it. I I guarantee next year he's they'll play a lot better. But well, they I didn't even have a whole not... off season. I think that's what, oh, what yeah. gets hard. Well, with uh, Justin Jones, the defensive tackle on the Chargers, he's on IR. Justin Jones, he he was pretty. But he was creating havoc. I mean, the the the, the problem is this season is going to be defined by injuries. I can tell you that right now because of every oh other God. team's hurting everywhere. Everybody's hurting everywhere, and it's going to come down to. I mean, uh, who's not going to be crutching into the finish line, you know? Who's uh, the better – who's the more healthier team is going to be – And the better coached at that point. You, you're going yeah. to get a real shot at looking at these teams' depth. I mean, you look at – I mean, the Colts are a great example. They lost Paris Campbell, and then this week they lost Michael Pittman. So, I mean, yeah. you got T.Y. Hilton, but then Zach Paschal, and then after that, you got guys one, – one of the guys had his first catch this week against the Jets – the other guys don't even have any career catches. So, and I think that's where you're going to start to see problems is oh. I don't think so much in the, on the injury front that you have problems, you know, filling one hole, but when it's, when it starts to hurt a, a, an entire position group, like a wide receiver core, if you got three or four guys that go down, I mean, that that's more significant to me, I think, than even losing like, you know, a pro bowl or on, you one side of the ball and a pro ball on the other side. Now that doesn't, you know, mean the same for everybody, but I think, you know, when it starts hitting the same positions where you got to start being, you know, and that's when you got to start to worry. Well, it's like, Oh, who are we going to well, put out there this week? Cause I was looking at the injuries this weekend and everything like the Eagles, like all of NF- the NFCs is just garbage right now. That but whole division's Eagles, a dumpster fire. We were just talking oh my God. about that. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the Cowboys that's gotta be at hard. this point. That's, that's got to be hard as a Cowboys fan. Just, I mean, you guys it's had some rough. expectations coming into the season. You know, th- these were, I mean, granted, the injuries are again the storyline of this Dude, season is the injuries. Five five minutes into the was it week one? Banderesh gets hurt. And this time it's not his neck. It's his. I, oh no! It's it, this time it's his neck, not his collarbone. And it's it's always something new with these guys. Oh yeah, and then we don't have Sean Lee to replace him because he's on IR. So it's kind of it's a. Uh... Well, I think it. We was it, we talked about it in the last podcast, Carson. It was like nine starters for Dallas was on IR. There was week, week oh, two. Yeah. It was insane. The injuries yeah, this it, season have been ridiculous. Um, oh yeah, uh, well, this week what I was trying to bring up is uh, the Eagles lost their uh, Dallas Goddard. He yeah, hurt, they did. Hurt his ankle. He hurt his ankle somewhere. Well, and I think in the first I, quarter. Let's well, let's and let's bridge into that game. Philly at San Francisco, and and I think even a depleted San Francisco team. Uh, Carson and I were talking about it earlier. That is a dumpster fire going on in <laughs> Philadelphia right now. It is not good. Carson Wentz oh, yeah. is – I mean, people – I saw Max Kellerman was sitting on first take screaming, they got to trade him. They got – I mean, okay, I don't think it's that drastic. I, I really don't. But, I mean, at one point, you know, Philadelphia, they got they got a tough fan base. I mean, Andrew, you would know you deal with them twice a year. Uh, they're, they're not – they don't take uh, losing very lightly. 
And no, definitely gonna... not home games either. Home games are just the worst. No, yeah, I, I think that's. I think San Francisco pulls that game off. I do. I think they have enough talent. I mean, I think where, that's where an do... easy win for the 49ers. I do too, especially a home game. Yeah. Well, with the way they routed the was it San Francisco? Who did they? Uh, was it the Giants? Giants? The Giants. Last yeah, week? yeah. They routed them. Last and the week. Giants are terrible too, but you know yeah, they did what they were supposed just as to. Bad as the Eagles, <laughs> I think the probably the worst three teams in the league right now have to be the Jets, the Eagles, and the Giants. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Well, the, I would agree. And the Giants, they don't have a lot of time on like their receiving core and everything. No, they don't. No. I mean, they, 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 this team was was built um, not in a total win now mode. But you're right. It was built for Eli Manning. This is an Eli Manning built team. I wouldn't say Saquon was really part of the. the I mean, that was best player no, available. Sa- Saquon Saqu- was part of that new class. Yeah, so. I, I just I think they're too old school. I think they need poor, to scrape poor it off. Saquon though, poor Saquon. Oh, that ACL. For, right first two years, two years into his into his career, tears his ACL. Yep. I mean, hey, out it's, for it's, the rest it's of the, the season. It's the name of the game now. I mean, uh, everybody. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's. Unfortunately, that's where we're at. So we we've who talked. Can't break us, who can't break something by the end of the season? That that's the. <laughs> yep. that's, that's, where that's, you, that's where that's where you that's come who's down to ro- when the the fucking Lombardi is. Yeah, who's yeah. who's got the least people on IR? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, let's let's talk. Uh, I want to be quick on this one. I want to just make a pick mm-hmm. because it's to me. We talked about Joe Burrow earlier. We know what he's bringing to the table. Uh, Jacksonville at Cincinnati. I think this is a great opportunity for Cincinnati to get a W. And I, I think they need to. I think you got the tie last week. Now you build on that. Let's let's get a win. Let's let's kind of start to build that culture. Mm-hmm. You know, they and I don't I, I think they have a legitimate shot at beating Jacksonville. Now you don't know what Jacksonville team will show up. It'll oh, either yeah. be nineteen to twenty Garner Minshew or it'll be Garner Minshew that played against the Dolphins this week. So Oh yeah. Well I know it's a it's a twelve o'clock first first game of the the day game. So I'll look at this dude in his twelve o'clock games. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, wish it's one for us. Yeah, we got one o'clock, man. I tell you what, that week one was horrible. That they put those it was it the Sunday night games that one of them started like ten fifteen. I'm like, I don't know, mm-hmm. I can stay up till one one thirty two in the morning. Yeah, and it oh, was yeah, the that Titans. Was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I, I, no, it wasn't my thing. But I, I think where, where do we go with our picks, Carson? Are, are you where do you feel uh, you should um, go with this game? I to be honest, I'm gonna go with the Jaguars over the Bengals. Okay, no, I get it. I mean, um, I just feel like I don't, know, I don't know. They have a stronger team. Uh, you had, it's easy to say, oh, the Jags are, you know, bad because they lost to the Dolphins last week, but Fitz magic, man. I mean, oh yeah, you never he's, know. He's so I'm going to go with the Jags over the Bengals. Okay. So we got, um, what do you go, Andrew, did you, did you decide you're going to go with Cincinnati or are you going to go with Jacksonville? Yeah, I think Cincinnati pulls off a win. I it's, think not, this, it's not. It's not going to be like a blowout win or anything. I th- it's, it's not going to be, be like either. It's going to be last two minutes. Mm-hmm. I agree. The game. I agree. Um, okay, let's leave Cleveland at Dallas for right now because we'll talk about that last. Uh, New Orleans at Detroit. I think this is where 
New Orleans gets back on track. Uh, don't think Detroit has nearly the talent <laughs> New Orleans has. Uh, I think this is where you see that New Orleans talent. Um, I think Drew Brees will tear apart this Detroit secondary. Again, boiler up. Uh, also, mm-hmm. b- 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 Purdue man, you know, he's a, will always be a, always be um boiler fans here, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he, 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 I think he gets back on track. I think Detroit secondary will get shredded. Uh, Carson, where are you at on this game? What do you think? I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think there's much it. else you can say. I mean, no, you basically said it all. Uh, Andrew, where are you at on this game? Yeah, I don't think Detroit's going to get gain any traction on that game. Again, I don't it's a, it's a one of the first games of the day and everything. Yeah. Drew Brees ain't going to be uh, one hour till his bedtime by the time he gets <laughs> off. So yeah, exactly, uh, he'll be awake. Um, I want to. Well, I mean, we can make a pick, but we were talking to. Uh, Earlier in the podcast, Andrew, before we uh, invited you in, uh, mm-hmm. that 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 the three players going on the COVID reserve list for Tennessee, uh, saying that they're not going to come back into the building till Saturday. So this Pittsburgh at Tennessee now Pittsburgh's traveling to Tennessee, who was supposed to have fans this weekend mm-hmm. in the stands. Now I think that's scratched. I think they're not going to do it. Uh, no. I don't even know they're, if they're, they're going to close off the stadium. They'll close off yeah. the stadium. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know why. Tennessee was going to have fans in the first place because I'm pretty sure te- Nashville's like one of the worst COVID hotspots. Do they have fans? Well, they, <laughs> it's like Jacksonville. <laughs> you know, I turned on week one to watch the Colts play. And I said, hey, look, it's the same amount of fans that come during the regular season every year. Well, <laughs> yes, the, the 10 fans. Anyway, I mean, if I have to make a pick, um, if they do play on Sunday, Pittsburgh will win. Uh, Tennessee can't get back in the building till Saturday. If this is the case, I'm not, I don't even know if they're going to play it. Um, but I don't see any way that an NFL team comes in on Saturday and comes out with a win on Sunday against a Pittsburgh team and a Pittsburgh defense that you got to prepare a week for. And you know, a week's not even enough to prepare for this defense. No. I, well, I don't know. You got Derek Watt and Marcus Allen, both, they're not sure if they're going to be playing. Um, yeah, but even at that, I, I don't think – I mean, do we you – t- you're telling me that a team can come out – you know, I, I know you have Derrick Henry, but you still have to you, – you still have to – you have to scheme for this game, and, and, and you need to get live reps. I mean, where do you make most of those mistakes in – when you're scheming for the week, they make – you're supposed to make the mistakes in practice and fix them. So you don't make the mistakes in the game. If you can't practice it, you're going to make the mistakes in the game, and you're going to see a sloppy Tennessee team. And and, and that's not anything against Tennessee. Any team that had a day to prepare mm-hmm. in person, well, you they're going to look sloppy. You look at week one, that, that's, that's a prime example of what you're saying and everything. Week one was the first game played. There was no preseason games, exhibition right. games, or anything. It was mm-hmm. all closed off practices with teammates. There was no right. butting heads and all that for a preseason game. Well, and, and, but I think now you've taken this team and not only have you um, shielded them from the entire NFL, but now you're shielding them from their teammates. These people can't even <laughs> yeah. go into the building. I think that's a problem. And, I mean, let's all take a pick. We don't have to get further into this game, I don't think. 
where are you at on this one, Carson? Who are you going to take, Pittsburgh or Tennessee? I think it's going to be a closer game than you'll think, but I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Just not by much, but I'm, I'm going with Pittsburgh. I love Derrick Henry, play for Bama, but... Roll Tide. Yeah, roll Tide. I'm going to go with the Steelers on this one. All right, what about you, Andrew? Where are you sitting on this game? Um... I'm sitting on. I'm sitting with Pittsburgh, but kind of like how Carson was saying, it's not going to be a blowout Blow game or anything, right? Yeah. I I am so, I am going to say that Roethlisberger is going to fly that thing cross field as much as he can. <laughs> though he's hot right now. He is. He looks this is good. A, this is he our first good. matchup this season with two three two undefeated teams, like straight off the bat. Yeah. Right. Except so. for I mean Monday night's game, which was uh, oh, yeah. that, I can't believe we don't that. Talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Seattle, Seattle at Miami. Um, Carson, I'm gonna let you go run with this one. Uh, I know you're a big fan of uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, I am too. Uh, Russell Wilson is my front runner <laughs> for the MVP. But Carson, I want you to run with this game. What do you think? I mean, I easily have the Seahawks winning this one. I don't think it's even one. close. No, um, I think, I mean, if anything, if Russell Wilson comes out and he plays like he did last weekend, or <laughs> Miami's going to be on yeah, the plane in the not. first quarter going home. Yep. Uh, yeah. And, and they're at, they're at home. <laughs> they're just going to give, they're going to lay down and uh, I agree with yeah. you. I don't think there's any question. Uh, Andrew, uh, do you see Miami coming out and pulling off a miracle or? Are you on the Seattle train? Mm. I think Seattle's going to win it, but yeah. I don't. I, I don't think Miami's just going to lay out for them. I think Miami is actually going to put up a fight for them and everything. I wouldn't be surprised. It is at home. I mean, it, it's. it's it, a home I know game without the fans, that... it's hard. But still, I mean, they, I think Miami's actually going to have fans. If, if I mean, not a lot, but I think they, ha- I think they're going to. They just, have some they just fans. did all those new renovations at Hard Rock, so yeah, they're going. Yeah, to... that's a beautiful stadium now. Oh yeah, the, all the renovations they did on it. I think it was like a two point five million dollar like renovation plan, or more. Yeah. And they did a good job. Okay, so Baltimore at the Washington Football Team. Um, <laughs> Baltimore's going to Baltimore's going to get back on their feet. Lamar Jackson's going to run for 100 and throw for 200. I think this game isn't even close. Um, uh, poor Washington football team. Oh, uh, the Washington football team. I mean, can, are, are, we all, are we all about them. Yeah, are we all in a grants that I mean Ravens. Baltimore's going to take care of business here. Yeah. 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 Nah, well, it, okay. It's an NFC East like game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you're, 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 you're hoping. Yeah, you're hoping Baltimore takes care of business because you go on. Who knows if Dallas will crap out? But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Arizona, Carolina. Uh, I think you're going to see Arizona kind of get back on their feet. I don't think they're going to run away with it though. Um, I, I part of me wants to pick Carolina because they're at home. Um, and what mm. I mean, what I saw, what I see from Teddy Bridgewater, I don't hate. Uh, McCafferty's hurt. Um, and I think that's why uh, I'm going to take Arizona and Kyler Murray. Uh, that, that kid is, um, he's special. And I think something, yeah, I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with, uh, in that, in that, uh, for the next 10, 15 years, if he stays healthy, um, 
Andrew, uh, what are your thoughts on Arizona Carolina? Uh, I, I've got I've got Arizona by at least two scores. Okay, so you, you I, see I them coming see, in and taking care of business? Yeah, I don't see Carolina taking like taking any traction and everything. Arizona's no, two I, and I don't one. think so either. Arizona's two and one, and they only and I lost. I think they're hungry. Yeah. Let's see. What was their loss? They lost to Detroit last week. It was Detroit. Okay. Yeah, by three. Yeah, by three. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. I'm so, going with the Cardinals too. Kenyon Drake. Yeah. I think probably come out and roll tide. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you? I mean, how many running backs you can say that about in the NFL? Yeah. yeah Man, you know what's crazy about Kenyon Drake is he had that nasty leg break at Bama. Oh God. Oh, oh man. That was so hard. Oh. oh yeah. Oh and uh, um, I will say this with the, the Dolphins and everything. Once Tua is back up and ready to go, mm-hmm. Dolphins only have have room to move up. I agree. There. I think Tua, I think their roster once two is healthy, he's going to take that team and roll with run them. with it. Yeah. I, agree. They have I think lot. they're I think they're letting Fitz Magic marinate this out, and and, and they're finally going <laughs> well, you know, to they'll shove Tua in. I was listening to uh, the radio and everything, and uh, they said that Fitzpatrick's that Fitzpatrick is that cool uncle that. He knows he's going to get replaced and be on the bench at some point. He's just taking care of business up until that point. Yep, that's exactly what he is. That's right. He knows he's a placeholder. And he's coaching and helping Tua understand the NFL before he plays his first game. And I think that's something that Tua has a lot of advantage with. I do too. I think the veteran leadership, I think everything that goes along with, I mean, you look at a um, Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people don't remember. He sat behind Alex Smith, and, and that, that helped him a ton. Yep. Alex Smith was a game manager, okay? But he was a damn good game manager. Oh, yeah. And and I think I think you, you you take what you get from that and and um, look at Mahomes now. I mean, he's unreal. Um, but – Let's take a look at I, Minnesota Andrew, Houston. I, Go ahead. I actually, I, I want to know what Andrew thinks about the his team versus the Browns. How do you think that's going to play out? Uh, we're going to touch on that. Okay. You, you want to go there already? <laughs> I do. Right. Yeah, I want to know. That's fun. I want our Cowboys insider. <laughs> I mean, do you think they're going to show up? Or what do you think they're going to – I mean, it's how many fans they are they packing into AT&T? Um, I think it's around 2,500. Because I know the all the bo- okay. I know the boxes are filled because it's like per family and everything it's like sealed off right and everything that that's one benefit that uh, AT and T Stadium has is that they have closed yeah. off sections and I think it's just the lower bowl if yeah. if people can afford the tickets because the tickets with with it being limited oh, it's know. expensive. That's how the Colts tickets were. We. Week one, they sold the Colts tickets sold out by the 1989 season ticket holders, and then last week, um, luckily they opened up all the other decks besides the lower bowl, so tickets were a little more affordable. But yeah. I mean, with the limited seating, and I mean, there's demand. Um, so I think, but I mean, what are your thoughts? Do you, I mean, I know you're biased, and of course you want Dallas to win, but 
I mean, um, as, a, I as a Cowboys fan, I want to know what what are you thinking with this season? It's it's got to be weird. It's, it's bad for us right now. It's really bad, and I honestly, there is a chance that we could lose this game. You look yeah. you look at the Browns like top three passing yards. You have Mayfield. He's half of the passing yards that Dak has, but he's choosing his weapons properly. Right. He's not hucking it up and playing from behind like Dak's been. Nick, mm-hmm. Nick Chubb. Uh, oh, he's a monster. He's nearly 80 yards ahead of Zeke, which is ridiculous. I hate to say it, Andrew. Um I love you dearly, man, but I'm going to have to go with the Browns over the Cowboys. Uh, and honestly, I'm going to take, I'm gonna take the Browns, too. As much as it hurts, yeah. <laughs> I think Dallas We're, Dallas we're hurting really right now because to... uh, Awuzie's out with a hamstring issue. Mm-hmm. Blake Jarwin's out with a torn ACL. Been... That was huge. That was, that a, was huge a hit loss. for us because that's our tight end. Vintel Bryant I mean, is out with some sort of knee injury. He's our he's our third string receiver that does slot receiving. It's, yeah, it's it's again, it comes down to being healthy and I, I I don't know if Dallas would be that much better if they were healthy, but they would de- it would be significant enough to make a difference and I, uh, I don't It would be significant enough to I would be confident in saying they win it. But right now, I do. I would too, but not with the not with the roster they're putting no. out there. All right, let's kind of breeze through the bottom half of these games. We'll touch on Indianapolis at Chicago as well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just kind of go ahead and pick them. Uh, New York at Los Angeles. I mean, come on, the, the Giants are pitiful, and now they're going to have to go on the road and get embarrassed. Uh, I got Los, <laughs> I got Los Angeles. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no. Uh, New England, uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. Mahomes is going to put on a show. I, I don't. I, I know I said we can't overlook New England this year, but I'm sorry, Carson. This Chiefs team is way too good. Was, they are way too good. I was going to say, you know, Andrew, don't feel bad. <laughs> I know. You have Cam I, Newton. I, I, <laughs> I am picking. Okay. All right. You want to play that? <laughs> no, I was going to say I – you know, picking the opposing team over your own. I'm going to have to say the Chiefs are going to win, but like I said. Don't get me wrong. Cam Cam Newton's putting out the yards and everything. He's giving it to, uh, was it Edelman? Well, they've built an offense that helps him. Oh, yeah. I I, I think, I I don't think it's a blowout, but I I don't. He fits nicely in that scheme. Yeah, he does. I I think Mahomes takes care of business. Uh, We got Buffalo at Vegas. Now, I'm going to take Vegas. Uh, I think they had a rough game last week against New England. Uh, I think Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr get back on the right track. I think this team um, is real hit or miss, but I think they're a hit this week. And I think Buffalo is great. And I I don't think this will be a blowout by any means. I think this comes down to the last possession. And I think uh, if Las Vegas wins time of possession and Josh Jacobs runs for 100 yards, two touchdowns, I don't think you have a problem no. yeah. you know, picking Vegas. And, 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 again, roll tide. There's another Alabama running back. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. anyway, Carson, where are you at on this game, uh, Buffalo or Vegas? Gonna... I, know, I know you're a believer in Buffalo. so I know. I'm going to disagree. I am going to go Buffalo on this one. I really do think that they can pull it off. 
Oh, oh I do too. I don't. I don't think. Uh, but I. I think Vegas. I think. Uh, I don't know. I think that. I. I, I have faith. What about? You? Uh, are you going with Vegas or Buffalo there, Andrew? It can go either way. I can. I. I. I'm not sure, but honestly, with the combined strength behind Josh Allen and and having Stephon Diggs to be down the field guaranteed no matter what. Josh Allen has 10 touchdowns already. In three games, he has 10 touchdowns. It's ridiculous. Playing like Stephon Diggs has two and he has 14.4 yards average. So... I, yeah. I think I've got Buffalo, but not by much. Okay, so we've kind of touched on all the games, uh, except Atlanta at Green Bay. Uh, let's make a pick Green on Bay. that. I'm going to take Green Bay. And you know what? Atlanta might come out and punch him in the mouth and start leading 20 to 0, <laughs> but you know Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and uh, the fire Dan Quinn. Uh, I think there's your problem right there. I don't want to get too far into it about Atlanta, but I think there's a problem there and they need to sort it out. Let's end it with the game I've been dreading to talk about, and that's Indianapolis at Chicago. Um, I want you to lead this. uh, Yeah, well, I think what I love about this matchup is it's so close in proximity. I mean, we're two hours down the road from Chicago. We're crap talking back and forth constantly. Uh, We obviously won the Super Bowl in 2006 against Chicago. I, I think to me, Chicago's three, and zero, Um, and I, I don't say this as a Colts fan, but I think we're going to go in and I think they're going to take care of business. I don't think they'll blow them out of the water. I just, I think Chicago's going to be a good measuring stick to see if this indie defense is for real. Uh, I'm going, I don't, I don't know have I don't have much else to say. I want the Colts to win. I also think they'll win. Uh, I think Chicago's three and zero by a little bit of luck here and there. Yeah. Um, I I I now I'm not saying Chicago's bad by any means, but I don't think they're. Oh, they're three and zero. Clearly, this team has had some luck, had some balls <laughs> go their oh, way. Yeah. You know, things like that. Um, Carson. No, it's it's hard for you too. Uh, you know, I know you root for your Bears, but uh, where are you at on this game? Um, jeez, this is I'm kind of undecisive. I it to me, you know what? I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna have an input on this game. All right, I'm no, gonna, you, I'm gonna sit go. out this game because I'm not really sure. All right. Andrew, where are you at on this game? Um, who, do you, who do you think comes out with the W? It's going to be a tight game. It really is. I I agree with your your statement on like it's going to be a test to see if the if Chicago uh, for the Indy defense. defense can do anything against them, and if Chicago can actually break them. Um, well, and that's just the thing. Look, I mean, the Colts have six, their first six picks weeks, in the last two weeks. If you weeks. look at their first three weeks games this this year and everything, Detroit, they won against Detroit by four, the Giants by mm-hmm. four, mm-hmm. and then Atlanta by four. I'm telling you, it's it's getting lucky. And I'm not saying Chicago's a bad team, 
because a win's a win in oh, the yeah. NFL, mm-hmm. but they're they're squeaking these games out. My and that's only why issue, I think it's a good it's a good test. I do yeah, think it my is. only issue is they're they're in Soldier Field, they're in the yeah. Chicago. So we'll see, and and I think it comes down to uh, I think for both teams, this is a good measuring oh, yeah. stick they, game. To see it where they're early. at. It's it's one of the first games of the day too. It's it's yep. right this off the right game. off the bat. I'm I'm excited for this game. Um, I was supposed to go to this <laughs> game in person, but you know, COVID killed that. Mm, thanks, COVID. Yeah, yeah. thanks, COVID. <laughs> um, but anyway, I mean, we've talked our week four um, picks. We appreciate you having you on the show, Andrew. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you back anytime. Uh, Friend of the show, Andrew Hill from Dallas, Texas. Uh, Again, my co-host here, Carson Rogers, uh, 317 Reserves. Uh, We were going to go into uh, 3-0, 0-3 teams, but I think we're going to end the podcast here and maybe do a podcast later on in the week about those 0-3 and 3-0 teams. Uh, Sounds pretty good. We appreciate the uh, support from episode one. Uh, Got some great feedback. We'd love to hear, you know, all the feedback you have, uh, love to answer questions. If anyone wants to come on the show as a guest, uh, just feel free to DM me, Carson, anyone, uh, even our, our, our Instagram page. Uh, but I mean, I think we've kind of wrapped it up. I think, um, I mean, this has been a good podcast. I'm glad. Yeah. I think, I think we, we, we got it all out there and I think week four should be fun. Uh, let's hope, you know, Tennessee and we figure out what's going on with the COVID and, and things kind of start to settle down and, we can enjoy some week four football. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll uh, talk to you again later on in the week. Andrew, again, thanks for having you. And Carson, we'll sign off from here, my friend. All right. Adios. All right, guys. Take care.